This is the Marketing Mimosas podcast. I'm Ashley Paragoy. This is where my team and I at Funnel Brew get to share with you all the things around being a parent, being an entrepreneur, and keeping up with the digital marketing Joneses. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into this next episode. And be sure that if you love this podcast, subscribe and leave your review. Thank you so much. And let's jump in. Hello, hello, and we are here talking about the three marketing musts for Web 3.0 when you're not crypto savvy. So you don't have to be in the NFTs or into the digital wallets at this point. Don't let it kill your vibe or throw you off. We're going to just focus on three simple things, and there are more, but we're going to focus on the three simple things you can do today even if you are overwhelmed by Web 3.0 or haven't even started to digest all the things that are going to be happening. So this is a perfect starting point for anybody that, well, let's just say it's it's like adopting or early adopting Web 3.0 must for your marketing. And these are key things that we have even tested just in the last few days and had some amazing results from. So we're going to dive into those. And without further ado, we'll just get started because this is so cool. Like these things that are happening with marketing and online businesses and AI and all of these like fun things that are, that are making their headway are going to be game changer for your business, but you got to follow the rules just like you always have been. You've always followed those trends because, Hey, if you, you know, Back in the day, it was like, if you create a Facebook group, you're going to get all these followers and and all these different things based on keywords. And as you know, with marketing, it's always evolving. It's always changing. And you got to, you got to be a step ahead. You can't wait until everybody else is doing it. If you want to be a forward thought leader and a forward business um, that is growing. So the three things I'm going to break them down for you. And then we're going to, we're going to go into the details individually, right? So number one is all about email. And then two is influencer. And then three is about creating an experience. So more on that at the end and make sure to stay tuned as well, because um, at the end too, I'm going to share with you a, uh, a little tool that I'm going to give you as well. And the links will be in the show notes. All right. So without further ado, we're going to hop right into email. Cassie and Lisa are here as well. Hey guys, hi. what do you say? Hi, sorry. Hey, have you earlier. <laughs> um, but they are here. And um, I think Lisa is going to take yeah. the, take the, uh, the plunge with going into email and just solidifying how important it is and the value of it with some things that we did over the weekend. And I'll let her share those details with you. 
Felicia. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Ashley. Yeah, yeah. So, so email marketing is an interesting beast, right? Because if you um, have a business and you are um, good at emailing your, your followers and your base, then you probably know that it has an amazing ROI. But some of you may be on the other side where, you know, you get all of these things into your inbox, half junk, maybe half of it is stuff that applies to you. Maybe you're annoyed that you get it. Maybe you spend 10 minutes a day unsubscribing. But here's the thing. Um, email ROI, even, even in 2023 continues to be one of the, have been one of the highest ROIs of any other digital marketing strategy. Um, and in addition to that, it's just incredibly important that you continue to nurture your community. You will hear us talk about that on probably almost every podcast, um, at least mentioning that your community and nurturing your community is incredibly important. And here's why, um, one of the things that's great about email marketing is, um, you know, just the fact that you're building your list. You are collecting these leads. These leads are people that really want to consume your content. They want to know more about what you're doing. Um, they're probably, you know, the, the ideal client. Um, they may even uh, be people that you weren't initially targeting that you start getting into this base that you learn are are a great, like, additional target market. Mm-hmm. Um so that, that's one of the that's one of the really great things is that it just builds these these leads for you. Um, one of the other things that's important about email marketing is as you're nurturing your leads, you can introduce really easy, simple, quick ways to know more about those people so that you can directly tailor your content. And I'm going to give you an example of something that um, that we at Funnel Brew did this uh, this past week. So we sent out an email and just said, hey, we have three very short questions that will take you 30 seconds to answer. And in addition, in, you know, in, in, you know, to reward you for, for your time, we are going to give you a gift card to our new shop, the Funnel Brew Cafe, where we've got like the most incredible merchandise now that we are offering. It's just super cute. Um, it's great. And it hasn't even launched yet. We have yeah. not haven't opened the store officially, but what we said is, Hey, we want to know more about you and we'll give you this reward. And it was crazy within the first, I think less than an hour or first couple of hours, we had over 30 qualified responses. And when I say qualified, I mean, these are people Mm -hmm. that filled out every single question and gave us really great information about them. Um, you might be wondering what we were asking. What do we want to know? Well, we want to know who these people are. You know, are we talking to creators? Are we talking to course producers? What kind of people are we talking about? Then we also wanted to know what the highest price of their offer was. So what, what kind of, what kind of things are you selling or offering? Are you at the beginning of your business? Are you just starting out and you have low ticket items or are you looking to scale? at a higher level, you've had this business, you've had a successful run, and now you're looking at scaling. Um, And the reason that we want to know those things is because we're going to tailor our content to you. And content's going to be very different if you are just starting out and, you know, getting your business up and running and looking to make an impact um, in the digital marketing world versus the people that are looking to scale and that are super successful. Those those are two different um, consumers when it comes to the type of content that we are producing. And so that gives us incredibly valuable information. Um, and then one, the, the last thing we asked is we just wanted to know what, you know, what each person thought the best thing that could happen to their business might be. And the responses we got are amazing. And I'm going to share just a couple with you so that you can see how 
Um, I would say that that reading through things that your customers tell you really almost puts a face with a name, even if you're not looking at a face, right? It makes them relatable. It makes them a person. Um, and so one of the people said, you know, the best thing that can happen to me is getting a new vehicle that isn't broken. I want a safe vehicle and I want to be able to stay at home mm-hmm. with my kids while working. Like I know. that just so tugs good. at my heartstrings because I've been there, you know? Yes. Yes been there. Yeah. Um, and then, um, somebody else, um, mentioned that they want their jewelry line to make it on at least one red carpet appearance this year. I know. Like, I think it's so cool. How cool of a goal is that? I know it's <laughs> like, it's like so specific too. Like, it's not even yes. just like, Hey, I want to grow my business. It's not generic. It is like, I want to be on the red carpet. Like, I love that. I do too. And it, and it makes me want to personally reach out to that person and say, you know what? Funnel brew can help you. Like we're yep. going to do this. Yep. <laughs> we're yep. going to get you there. And then I'm going to watch when your jewelry hits the red carpet. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just really cool. Um, and then we got a lot of responses just, you know, about growing and getting more exposure, um, taking my, you know, business to a new level, but, um, but some people really, really get granular in here and, you know, they share with us their, their actual goals. We had one person say that they want to know that they healed people from pain because those people chose their services, their courses. Um, you know, and that's just another example of, um, you know, this person doesn't want to just get out there and sell a million courses, right. Or a million seats in their courses. They want to actually know that the people that are purchasing their content have changed, that it's changed their life, that it's made a huge difference in their day-to-day. They're no longer in pain. They're, you know, living a path to being healthy, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, but so so that just gives you an example of how how easy it can be to utilize marketing as a strategy for your business. Um, and now we've got these people that have engaged with our email. We know more about them. We can tailor our content to them. We're rewarding them. You know, in a couple of days, we're going to send each of these people that responded um, a gift card to our new shop before it's even open. Um, and so it's telling them like, Hey, you know, they feel heard, right. Because they, they know that we wanted to know about them and now they're, they're rewarded. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think those are, it's a total win-win it's a win for them. It's a win for us. And then it allows us to create the experience that they that, well, that's centered around them about their pain points and their pleasure points and knowing exactly who they are, what it is they do, like their, their specialty. And then even down to like what their price point is for their offer. This helps because we then know how to cater to, you know, with content and things based on where they're at. So it's, it's always about like meeting them where they're at. And with the email, that's like the number one way to engage and, and re-engage and track. Um, because a couple things, like you don't want to keep somebody on your email list. that's not opening. That's not engaging because it's, I mean, we all, we all have been there. Like, right. We get a bazillion emails and sometimes it's just select all delete. Right. right? right. And, and we don't want to take up their inbox and, you know, as, as 
marketers and any platform that you have, you know, you usually have tiers on, you know, based on the people that are in your, your marketing list and you don't want to waste up, you know, email space and, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing and pay for somebody that's not engaged and not wanting to know, like, that's totally okay. You know, we're all human and sometimes people move on. Sometimes, you know, things change emails, like they die and like, they don't have that email anymore. So it actually even hurts you when you send out emails to people that aren't opening or like flagging you as spam or, you know, a lot of unsubscribes and then they're still getting emails. You know, you don't want that. You want to you want to show up in the inbox as much as possible and you want to avoid being like hidden in the spam. And, and so, yeah. And you know, one one of the things I learned about the whole spam thing is if you're constantly hitting people that are unsubscribing or that don't open your emails, they're not engaged. They don't want to hear from you. They're deleting them. That builds up behind the scenes and you could end up blacklisted. You know, you could end up you know, defaulting to people's spam boxes or junk mail. And you don't want that to happen, which means it's even more important to watch what is happening with your emails, who's opening, who's engaging. Right, right. And then like with, you know, the Apple changes now, it's like now they, if you have an Apple email, you can choose to not share your actual email, right? Right. And that's, that's not just Apple. Like I'm, I'm sure that other platforms and things like that are going to catch on to that. Cause I'm sure that there's a reason for it. And that's why people are building communities and things like that, which, you know, that's also important. And so going back to the basics though, email marketing is a basic thing. It's been around, uh, you know, since digital marketing first started, like mm-hmm. back in the day, obviously it's evolved and changed. And now there's all these like powerful tools that are AI generated and, and adopting these web 3.0 abilities to personalize and humanize the content that's going out without it sounding generic or, you know, missing that, that key touch that, that people are craving. They're just craving somebody that's going to listen to them and speak to them directly and not sound so generic. Yeah. Um, So that's how email marketing too is growing and evolving, but don't be afraid to, to try it out and test it. And it's, you know, all of your, all of the things that you need to know within email marketing are in your data and through testing. And just like Lisa said, we sent out one email, just one. And we had 30 people within a couple hours. And that's just, just one email. So, and, and only to our engaged, our most engaged list. So I didn't send it even to everybody. It went to our most engaged people on purpose because I wanted it to show up in the inbox. I wanted them to take action. Um, I had the subject line, right. And, you know, that's the first thing it's got to stop the scroll and then it's got to get the open. And so And one other thing too, Ashley and I were talking um, right before this podcast about, you know, sending a reminder, but only sending a reminder to the people that haven't opened the email or haven't clicked. And, and that sounds simple and easy, but it's something that every email, pretty much every email platform or tool is going to allow you to do. So rather than just, you know, setting up an auto reminder, that's going to send it out every two days to every Mm -hmm. single person you send it to, like be, be smart about it and, Mm -hmm. and make sure you're, you know, 
you know, I would hate to get an email that was like, Hey, fill out this survey and get a free gift card. And I'm like, I already filled it out. Like, right. are you not even, do you not even care? Right. You're <laughs> not paying attention to what I'm doing. And, and that's for, you know, automations and, you know, that's a whole different podcast, but it, it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be yeah. simple, just like yeah. what we sent out. Like we didn't overcomplicate it. We didn't add any crazy automations. Literally the best way that we knew what the um, results were, were, you know, through our form entries that are form submissions that were, that were actually done. And then we go in and we can see like the stats of the opens and things like that. But it's, it wasn't complicated at all. Right. There was nothing crazy with it. It was just simple from start to finish. So, yep. um, transitioning from that and going back to how personalization and humanization with your marketing and, and your business and how we can collaborate and build affiliates through influencers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let Cassidy kind of talk, touch on this, but really all it's about is it go well, it goes back to just having that human interaction and resonating with people. And that's why, you know, brands are using influencers. So mm-hmm. I'll let, I'll let Cassidy kind of dive into that because, you know, this is something that is happening. You're going to see that it's happening. You probably already see that it's happening. And so Cassidy will just kind of dive in on, on some of those key things. So yeah, Cassidy, take it away. Yeah. I wanted to um, just talk about, you know, the power, the power of influence um, is extraordinary. Many people don't care about the brand, um, but when they have an influencer, whether it be a famous celebrity or a famous TikToker, they are more likely to follow that brand due to that influencer. So teenagers and young adults and young adults follow certain people because we like those people, not necessarily because we like the brand, but we know that influencer and we trust that influencer because we like their content. So if they have a brand, we're most likely going to go after that brand. People want people they like and relate to. Yeah. So, I mean, influencer marketing has grown by the billions in just the year of 2022. Uh-huh. And they also have a significant increase in the percentage of people searching in influencer marketing. Yes. Um, so I think it also falls back to what Ashley said when she talked about the keywords. When someone searches a keyword, whether it be on Google, TikTok, or another platform, and they see an influencer talking about it, mm-hmm. they're more likely going to go with that rather than something that has nothing. Right, right. Um, yeah. So we are influenced by what we see. And it also falls back to last week's podcast (laughs) when stepping out of your comfort zone because digital marketing is changing every day. And the influencers are already there. They already have the followers. So why not see if they could produce something for you that could grow your business? Right. I mean, big brands go after the big influencers and small businesses go after the smaller influences, Mm -hmm. but it's all about, I mean, you look at, you look at somebody on TikTok who has 10,000 followers and I mean, if they're posting a brand, most likely people are going to go after that just because of who they are and where they are. Yep. So that's why I think it's so important to basically stay with the now and be comfortable and stepping mm-hmm. out of your comfort zone and letting your business grow. Yeah. Changing because <laughs> well, and, and you can become your own influencer. Like you don't right. have to hire influencers, but like, 
that's what content marketing is all about. Yeah. So the benefit of influencer marketing between like businesses, you know, and web 3.0, that's why, you know, affiliate marketing and and collaborations are going to be so key. But to me, that's almost like influencers because you're getting people basically in your, in your circle that are going to support one another. So it's almost like an influencer. What's the word when like you create a, um, group I, I can't remember what like name. a posse yeah like almost like a posse but like yeah that's not the word I was thinking about dang it it's gonna like drive me crazy but um <laughs> you you create almost like this little group right so you have this group and you're each other's influencers so you right. don't necessarily have to hire an influencer it's right. just an option and and for those of you that are like oh I don't want to get on video and I don't want to do these things okay well then an influencer might be your your best route or you bring somebody in on your team that is comfortable with kind of being the face of that brand because again people yes your colors and like all these things that's an attractor but it's not the end all be all right so I've even seen like websites that are like, oh my gosh, like how are they converting anything? But it's because of the person that's behind it and they like that person. So there is this like, you know, yes, you want to have good copy. You want to have a smooth design and all of those things, but your content and everything else and the person that you are is just as important. And, and you you either work with an influencer, you become the influencer, or you have influencers on your team and you create, you know, your little posse of, of groups. So for example, like if we were going to collaborate with somebody that wasn't a competitor, like a direct competitor, Mm -hmm. but it could be somebody that, um, would have a similar audience as we do. And even, well, I'm going to use this as an example too, because with our new shop, right? Like that is not digital marketing related. It's just fun (laughs) and it's branded behind funnel brew. So it's, it's almost as if there's this umbrella and, you know, it's all about, you know, we can also create multiple streams of income and all this other jazz, but you know, if that's something that people are obviously attracted to, you know, they're attracted to the brand, they're attracted to the products that they saw and they're like wanting more perhaps, right? So that's its own influence. And we, if we're going to create products, maybe, you know, get an influencer to, you know, have one of our iPhone covers and then they're on there and then everybody wants it. I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, Lauren, um, my bonus stepdaughter, she, she does it too. Like she'll see like an iPhone cover and she's like, oh my gosh, I want that because this person has it. Yeah. And it's so simple. It's like, so that's another way that we can grow. And we're, we're kind of toying with, you know, getting into the whole web 3.0 rules, um, as we grow and become our own, our, our, our own influence and help influence others to make smart moves in their business and pay attention to what's going on. Um, so it's Absolutely. definitely not anything you have to like pay a million dollars for you. You can do it on your own if you want to create the content or you can work with micro influencers, or if you don't have a budget, like I said, create your own circle then, Hey, I'm going to share your stuff. You're going to share mine. We're going to be each other's influencers. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anything else on that guys? 
before I move on to the last thing? Uh, not for me. I think you covered yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the last thing is, is probably the most important, but it also ties into the two things that we've already talked about with email and influencers. In addition, um, if you want more on this, definitely sign up for our online community because I share other things too that you should be doing for, for web uh, 3.0 and just like early stages. And um, in the spring, just FYI, there will be a workshop on creating a, a web 3.0 ecosystem for your business and experience for your, your target audience, your customer journey. That's not the exact title of it, but there will be that out there. So make sure you click on the link if you want to join that wait list, because it's going to be pretty cool. Um, but yes. Um, so the experience comes from like we've all heard of AI. So it's, it's interactive, it's personalized. And then there's this use of AI. There's been a lot of posts online that I've seen of, you know, AI is gonna, you know, well, there's all kinds of different opinions. AI is gonna replace copywriters. AI is gonna replace, you know, managers for ads. AI is gonna basically like run the world. Um, we're not there yet. I do, I mean, it could happen, but it's not going to happen overnight. AI is still learning. Everything's in learning mode. We've been training AI on our own with, you know, series and, and Alexa, but <laughs> I'm scared to like say it out loud because people are talking. Um, but, but with all of that being said, AI should be utilized or seen as a tool and not something that you are going to rely on by any means, because it, it's only going to do kind of some of the heavy, well, it's going to do some of the lifting. You have to do the heavy lifting. Right. And an experience, how experiences are changing. This is kind of cool. Um, you know how, like you go onto a webinar now and you watch it. Well, <laughs> in, in doing my research, apparently that's a kind of a dying thing. People are still doing it. People are still offering it. It is still working to an extent, but it's something that you don't want to rely on a year from now. I'm, I'm definitely seeing the trends with even people wanting to opt into workshops and things that that's decreasing. People just want quick wins. I think yeah. that they're a little burnt out of, you know, the workshops. And if you think about it too, the things that are working right now are, you know, the TikTok videos and the reels and it's because it's short content right people don't necessarily want to sit there for 30 minutes or an hour and watch a full on basically workshop to pitch yeah because they know what's coming if it was free right right like nothing nothing is free free um and it's taking your time so it's really not free i mean if you if you <laughs> break it down and and depending on where you're at in your business you may find value in that you may not so it's not that it's off the table for everybody, but depending on, again, where you're at and what you want to pay attention to, you know, be mindful that this is something that could be weaning out. However, the good news is that you can start transitioning that whole workshop webinar experience into something that's interactive. And then people would pay attention. They'd be involved and make this more humanized and personalized and, and more real to them. 
So as an example, there are several platforms that are out there right now that you can start testing that are actually free. They're not just free trials. Like, yes, they have upgrades and everything like that. But if you're just a solo entrepreneur and you want to toy with some of these things, um, you're going to want to click on the link in the show notes because I'm going to provide you that cheat sheet that I've been building over the last year. And these are like really cool tools that you can start again to use today because creating that experience and that interactive experience basically comes into several different forms. There was one that I was looking at. I can't remember the name of it, but it will be included on the cheat sheet. Um, that is where you're, it's kind of like a hybrid between metaverse, but it doesn't require you to wear the goggles and everything like that. But it's, it's very interactive when you're in there. Um, so like, let's say I opted into a workshop. I click on, you know, join the workshop. It's like shorter snippets that when I say, like when I answer questions or I do certain things, it leads to the next thing that's important to me versus like this standard workshop pitch of like, this meets everybody's needs in this order because that's not how it is. And that's where the personalization comes into play. And so with the interactive ability, you're able to ask questions, get answers, and then go to, you know, the next point of what, you know, your, whatever you're trying to teach or tell. So that's how that interactive works. It's hard to explain on a podcast, but definitely yeah. click on the links and, and see what I'm talking about because it's really cool. It's not expensive and it's really not hard to do either. I mean, it's just nice. So creating these experiences are going to be key and to create the experiences that your audience wants. You've got to do number one, the first thing that we talked about with email marketing, you have to do it. You have to build your list because let's say in five years, email marketing does go away or emails go away. If you don't have their contact information to then move them to, you know, a different platform or, you know, all these different things that are coming out, then you really won't own your audience. And, and I don't mean own as in like, you're holding them hostage, but you want to build your audience right now more than ever. There's even, even I'm, I'm going to talk about influencers again, because if an influencer <laughs> it's so has, important. right. If an influencer has like a lot of followers, that's great. But if that influencer isn't collecting emails at some point, mm -hmm. like then that, the, well, then they could find themselves like lost at some point because I mean, Hey, Meta can shut down tomorrow. Like somebody could pull the plug. I mean, who knows everything, anything can happen. And if that's where they're living and that's where all their people are, it's like their business could end overnight because mm -hmm. they don't own their audience. They don't own any part of it. Um, you will see that people are building communities right now and they're paid communities. Well, there's a reason for that, right? Like, it's just like our Netflix subscriptions. We won't cancel <laughs> it. We, we just won't like, it's, it's even crazy. though it keeps going up, it, know, month, it feels like, can't yes. handle it. um, and, and that's where a lot of brand, you know, a lot of brands, a lot of big brands are already doing it. And now I see smaller brands doing it. You will see it probably. And I mean, I'll even go into, you know, checkout and it's like, oh, we have this new paid thing. It's a membership or it's a community or whatever. 
And it's because they know where marketing is going and they're trying to prepare for it. And they also know that the people that are paying to be there are legit. They're not just opting into the free thing, getting the free thing, and then never paying attention to you again. Um, They are like bound and determined. They are in it to win it. They are avid fans. And that's, that's solidifies that as we, as you grow your community and into this web 3.0 experience, you will find that there's opportunity to then rank people. So let's say you have an online community, which we have one and you might, you should definitely join it. If you want to also experience what this is going to be like, but there's going to be tiers, right? So you can then reward people based on their engagement with your brand. So for example, you have a community, you, maybe you have like a community chat space where people can post questions and get answers and, and just communicate with one another, collaborate, whatever. If you find that somebody in there is constantly engaged or you know answering questions and And those kinds of things, you can give them points and then they can move up the ladder. And then eventually you start to reward them also like, well, the way that web three point is going is, is you could reward them financially. Like, so even as a fan, you will be able to monetize based on your engagement with a brand and it blows my mind, but if you think about it too, it's almost like, hey, I follow this brand and now I'm going to be their influencer. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to allow people to really show up in a different way and be a different kind of influencer because businesses are going to then, you know, hey, you've been engaging with this. So now you're like at this tier and you're going to get, you know, profit share, you know, something that's going to reward them, or it's like, you're going to get a percentage of these sales or whatever it is. I mean, that kind of stuff. I don't have all like the answers to right now. I just know it's coming and I know the basics of it. So it's just something to think about because you don't want to find yourself stuck or just in scramble mode, you know, in a year or two from now, when you're like, holy crap, where have I been? I've been hiding under a rock. Don't hide under the rock. You can't hide. But if you adopt, you're going to find yourself way ahead of the game. Especially since these type of things we're talking about are really not difficult. It's not like you need to learn a whole new thing or, you know, invest a ton of money in something like just start making the changes as we start Mm -hmm. talking about them, because then you're going to be ahead of the game. You're going to be ready. Yeah. Yep. Yep, exactly. And you need to be ready because if you're not ready, you're going to find yourself scrambling. I mean, it like, why not be a forward thought leader? Why not like adopt something early on? That's, that's what platforms want you to do. You know, you're rewarded for that when they come out with a new feature and you're using it, they're going to show your content more. I mean, it's almost like playing by their rules, but you know, allocating it to what, what's important for your brand and your business too. So get out of your comfort zone. We talked about that last week and start adopting even just these three things and, and you'll be golden. And with the experience, if you know, all the community stuff is like overwhelming to you, just start, 
with these simple things and, you know, get that cheat sheet so you can start to like play with it because that's the best way to learn is just to try it. And then you'll realize, oh, this isn't that bad. Or that was like too easy, right? It's like, sometimes when you think it's too easy, it's not going to work. But it's actually like, it's key because you're going to find so much value in creating those experiences that your customers want. So you don't have to get on the metaverse tomorrow, but have that in mind because I could see, you know, our courses living on the metaverse. Like that's just the nature of the beast coaching, living on the metaverse, even, you know, small teams living on, you know, working from the metaverse in an office, but not being in an office. So there's all kinds of things that are evolving. Just try it out, get your feet wet into it, you know, start to transition into this web 3.0 way of thinking. And you're going to find that it's going to take you beyond where you even thought. And if you think about it too, it's almost as if you're just combining some old school marketing tactics that worked before even catalogs. Like if you think about back in the day, right, it was all word of mouth at some point, right. you know, like before media and, and all these things, it was all word of mouth. It was all about, Hey, I, I shop at, you know, this general store because it's my local market. Right. So it's almost going back like so many years, like probably a hundred years, but then combining it with the technology of today. And if you know what guerrilla marketing is, I mean, I guess that too is it's almost similar to that because it's the guerrilla marketing is just organic and inbound and, and all these things. So it's, it's taking that inbound and then pairing it with the technology to grow and create experiences and personalize and humanize and all, and all these things, um, and not rely on just AI, but don't be afraid to use it as a tool. Um, I could go on and on. I won't. Cause if your mind is like blown at this point, I'm sorry, not sorry, <laughs> but you know, these are the facts of the matter. And we're going to be teaching this in, in funnel brew school elite. We go through all of these things. So if you're, if you're interested in that, definitely jump into it. Um, and yeah, anything else guys that you want to touch on anything no, I just, out? No, you know, yeah. make sure to keep following us because I feel like we will continue to release kind of yes. the, the things you must know, um, with the way things are trending. And so, yes. yeah. Yeah. And, um, dang it. I lost my train. I thought I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know. See, I'm human. It's okay. It happens, but yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to say. If you like this podcast, if you have questions, make sure you leave your review and, and or questions. That's fine too. You can email hello at funnelbrew.com with any of your questions. And thank you for tuning in to marketing and mimosas today. And yeah. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye. Bye.